Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Tuned into the Sandville Show with Damon Adams, Andrew Hayes, just off sick this week, but really excited because each week we take a moment to look back at some of the past legends of the Sandville. And with Norwood Footy Club announcing four inductees this week into their Hall of Fame, what a perfect opportunity to speak to this man. He played 124 games for the Redlegs in a career that spanned between 1973 and 1979. Two premierships in that mix as well. He is now a Norwood Footy Club Hall of Fame member. The great Neil Craig joins us. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you? Good, Damon, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. Looking forward to a chat. So inducted alongside Thomas Woodruff, Mervyn Roberts and James Gallagher, what does an honour like uh, the Redlegs Hall of Fame mean to you, Neil? Well, uh, well for me it's sort of... Uh, it uh, just embeds that sense of belonging for me, I guess, to the Norwood Football Club, Damon. Um, I mean, when you when you look at the, the number of players, I think it's now 67, I think I'm correct in saying that, in the Hall of Fame, um, and you look at some of the names uh, that, uh, are, are, that are associated in that in that group, it is uh, pretty humbling. Um, uh, but anyway, it's... Uh, you know, I guess it's a recognition, you know, for the individuals who have contributed to the North Football Club over a period of time. Um, and as I said to someone the other day, it's uh, it's the North Football Club have given me uh, so much more than what I've given them. So it's, uh, but it is, it is a privilege, and you, and you do feel very proud to 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 receive the award. You've had a storied career um, through the Sandful, and of course your AFL connections as well, Neil. Um, how how closely do you follow um, the 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 trials and tribulations, the successes of the Redlegs? Oh, you keep an eye on them, Damon. Um, I mean, I've obviously uh, I don't live in Adelaide anymore, um, but that's, you, you can still keep an eye on what the Redlegs are doing. Uh, you know, and I've had an association with their current coach, uh, Jade Rawlings, when I was at the Melbourne Football Club. So there's a there's a connection there, of course. Um, but you, but you certainly keep an eye on Nord in particular, but the competition in general, because it's uh, it played such a big part in my life. Um, you know, from a very young age, uh, the South Australian National Football League was uh, was a fantastic competition. Still, is a fantastic competition. Uh, but back when I played, it was uh, you know you had the VFL, you had the SNFL, you had Waffle, uh, all great competitions in their own right. And of course, then when you played state of origin type football, it was even better again. So uh, yeah, I keep an eye on it. Um, you know, I'm of interest to to what what goes on. As a young 13-year-old, you were recruited. Uh, you came and boarded at Norwood Players Residence at uh, Carmel Court in Kensington. What are, what are your recollections from that time, Neil? Uh, just uh, just 
you know, bright eyes, come to the country and, uh, you know, just getting involved in the footy club? Yeah. Well, I remember the enormous excitement, Damon, because, I mean, I, I just had this unbelievable passion uh, as a, even as a 13-year-old to uh, a want and desire and a passion and a will to, to play at, at the league level in the SNFL. So when the opportunity came along to, to come down from the country and uh, to be part of the Norwood Football Club that were in a rebuilding phase at that stage uh, through the vision of a, of a gentleman called Bert Boulderstone, um, you know, in conjunction with uh, Robert Odie and, and Wally Miller, those three gentlemen in particular, you know, uh, in terms of Carmel Court and what it was able to do for the Norwood Football Club. Carmel Court was a, was a boarding residence in Kensington, as you've mentioned, had the capacity to uh, to board 22 uh, players, so I was a 13 year old. The next oldest was 17, so um, I was I was a bit out of my depth there in terms <laughs> of age. But anyway, um, it was a fantastic environment to be in. Uh, it was you know when I look back on it, I was there for I think up to, I think it was about four or five years, uh, and probably some of the best four or five years of my life. Uh, it was just unbelievable for me to to be involved with other, other players all wanting to play SANFL League football. We trained together, we socialised together, we lived together. Uh, and, you know, without knowing all the stats, but if you go if you go through it, that was a highly successful um, uh, uh, venture created by the Norwood Football Club. Um, you know, for the number of players that came through that boarding house and went on to play, uh, play league football for the Norwood Footy Club. So only great memories, Damon, of, of that time. Oh, it's endlessly fascinating. So we're talking late 60s, early 70s here. Was it a disciplined environment there or, you know, you know, some young lads playing football, uh, kind of young and precocious? Mm. What Was it a little bit wild? Oh, well, it was a little bit wild. Really, I mean, it's uh, uh, you got young young players, you know, you got, you got 70, I mean, I was 13, but you've got 17, 18 year olds. And, you know, and part of the, part of the, uh, uh, the, the makeup of the group there, you had, Guys like John John Wynn, you had Phil Carmen, uh, Mike Polder, uh, you know, all sort of uh, larrikins in their own right. Um, uh, Michael Taylor was was there, so it was, but it was it was it was well run. Um, you know, when I look back on it, you know, um, I would have no hesitation in, in my son going there because it was well run. It was it was had Mrs. Uh, he had Gil Butchart's mother running it initially. And Phil Carmen's mother um, was also running it, so not with an iron fist, but they uh, <laughs> they made sure standards uh, were, were met and uh, some disciplines, you know. And, and being the youngest in there, of course, at thirteen, I was probably uh, I was probably the, the pet, you know, <laughs> of uh, of Mrs. Carmen and Mrs. Butchard. So uh, so it was, but it was damn it, it was just it was just an unbelievable environment for 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 young kids from the country uh, to 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 be involved in. Well, it was obviously a great foundation. A successful junior years for you led uh, to your debut for the Red Legs in 1973. Um, early years, you, you said Norwood were going through a, a rebuilding phase, but success came quickly after you joined the team. Uh, yeah, well, they'd, they'd been rebuilding, you know, before I got there, and I, so I, I just sort of, uh, I was lucky enough to better jump on onto uh, onto the treadmill to a certain extent. Um, but they'd made a con- uh, concerted effort to to regroup the Norwood Football Club, um, you know, uh, and even uh, apart from the recruiting drive they went into, you know, with the Carmel Court, um, I mean, they had the the, the Norwood Social Club 
which back then was was as good as anything in Australia, way way ahead of its time. So, with the social club, uh, which involved the administration and uh, you know dining rooms and meeting rooms, and you had Carmel Court, like Norwood Football Club in terms of the vision that it created and was uh, was instigating, was was as good a place anywhere in Australia to be. Um, and eventually, you know, they started to win the premierships uh, in '75 onwards. You know, so uh, it was it was a great it was a great initiative by Bert Boulderstone, Robert Odie, and Wally Miller. We're speaking to recently inducted Norwood Hall of Fame member Neil Craig. Neil, uh, you mentioned that the '75 premiership there it broke a 25 year premiership drought for the Redlegs, uh, beating Glenelg in that '75 final. What are, what's your recollections of that day? Well, it's a long time ago. Um, but uh, it was a significant win for the Norwood Football Club because of the, the, you know, the timing between its last premiership and '75. So, and it was a result of a lot of hard work as well, Damon. You know, as we've already just spoken about how that occurred. So it was a special day for a lot of people. Um, you know, and uh, you know, of course, the premierships continued since that day. So on a, on a reasonably consistent basis. So uh, yeah, significant day. I have you know I have great memories of that. Also the '78 Grand Final as well. Of course. Um, so I mean that sort of memories that you take you take uh, you take with you for the rest of your life. And you know just as so many people have mentioned, you know when you're involved in that sort of uh, uh, successful environment, when you get to see those those players that you played with, it's, it seems like it was only yesterday, you know and. Uh, and uh, and it creates that sort of bond. So it was it was uh, it was a special place. Neil, you've mentioned many of the players that you had the opportunity to board with at uh, Carmel Court. But when you look back at your time at the Red Legs, are there particular icons that you are just incredibly thankful that you had the opportunity to play next to? Well, yes, certainly the players. But um, I think more more so, Damon, the environment the Norwood Football Club created is the thing I'm incredibly thankful for. I mean, it, 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 less, it, it had a great impact on the way I think about football. Okay. Um, so, my, I mean, my first, my first league coach was, uh, was Robert Odie. Um, uh, and the Odie is a famous name at the Norwood Football Club, not only because of Robert and Peter, but also their father, Jack. Um, you know, he was uh, what he did at the Norwood Football Club and then at the Sturt Football Club. Um, and, and Robert created when I was there, like it's just the environment you wanted to be. And I, I remember he used to run uh, little um, every Sunday morning uh, down at the Norwood Oval uh, when I was in, in the boarding house. He'd run uh, a session, a skill session, you know, with a whole range of, of the players from the club. I mean, it was, I just couldn't wait to get down there. So it was a, it was a place that was fun to be at. You, you and you, you knew you were, you, you were improving. Uh, you're going to be given every opportunity to uh, to achieve your dream if you put the work in, um, you know, as as well as all the other players that you play with. So it was more the environment. I mean, I, I could mention players and the, and the great icons of the club, but for me, it was it was the environment that was created that enabled those players to to play at the level that they they achieved. Well, Neil, we truly appreciate you sharing your memories of us uh, of your time at the Red Legs with us. Of course, now inducted into the Red Legs Hall of Fame. Neil Craig, thanks so much for joining us today. Good on you, David. Thanks for, thanks for having me on, mate. Our guest, Neil Craig, on the Sandful Show, back next with Glenel coach Brett Hand. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Yeah, power!
Visit tyrepower.com.au now.